Welcome to the Griff Report live Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep, brother. Hotep. Hotep to the chat. Hotep to the Hotep of Stanley's protocol. What up? Hotep, ya tu sabes. Um, Oz is here. From my high horse, Jack Reeves, a Viking. Joe Beard, what up, man? Who's over here on Rumble? Shout out to Retro Neon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little technical difficulties. Um, so we talking about your boy Trump today. You know what's weird? I feel like my bookmarks pop in. We got some, we got some big brain stuff to talk about today too. Uh, some concerning information regarding hydration. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Um, why are my bookmarks coming in like this? Why is that? It's so weird. Um, this is really weird. It's like acting like Coinbase was earlier. So Bitcoin's way up. I don't know if y'all know it. Hotel's been told you. Bitcoin's way up. Um, Syscoin's way up. What are we looking at? What are we looking at here? Syscoin's uh, at 19 cents. Bitcoin spiked to 64 and then dropped. ETH. ETH went up. ETH hit above 3,500 it looks like here. 3426. Now it's at, um, what is that? 34. Yeah, 34 and some change. So the ETH bags are looking good. The SIS bags are way up. Uh, if you were buying when I told you to, you probably bought at 11 cents. And now it's at 20 cents. So guess what? You know what that's called? That's called the double up. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. That's called the double up. That's how you double your money. That's called the double up. Been telling y'all, stack your sis coins, stack your sis coins, put some in Bitcoin, but put some in the alts. Because when the Bitcoin pumps, the alts pump and you get higher returns on the alts. Shout out to the people I gave sis coin to. You want some sis coin? Go look at your bags. Hotel's been told you. It's double your money. You doubled your money. <sighs> Y'all get it sooner or later. Who in the chat? Let me see some money bags in the chat. If you listen to me and you got some sis. Who in the chat listened to me and got some sis coin? Should have been dollar cost averaging all the way through. All the way through the bear market. Waiting for the bull market. They talking about solar flares too much for me to mess with Bitcoin. If they shut power off internet, I ain't taking that L. Oh my fucking God. Jesus fucking Christ. Y'all starting this shit already. You know, of all the idiotic takes 
when it comes to fucking Bitcoin, that one right there has to be the most upsetting response to not getting Bitcoin. If the power goes out, I'm worried about my fucking Bitcoin. From my horse said, if they shut up the power, your bank is gone too. Thank you. Thank you. If they shut off the power, money period is the least of your concern. Money period is the least of your fucking concern. Huh? It's the least of your concern. You're going to be worried about food, water, and your guns and protecting your shit if shit goes down. You're going to be worried about your food. In fact, I'll be honest with you. You could probably make a Bitcoin transaction before a traditional transaction if the power goes out. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. You could probably make an offline payment, an offline payment with Bitcoin, L2 Solutions, and it'll settle when the power comes back on. Can you do that with the traditional system? I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> This is why y'all need Bitcoin education. So y'all go outside and stay, say some stupid shit like this. Mike Bell says, to be honest, I'm broke, so I can't just afford it. The The reason why you want Bitcoin is because you're broke. So you won't be broke no more. That's the whole point. This is going to be one of the biggest wealth transfers in history. There's like nothing like this since the gold, since the uh, gold rush. This is the modern day digital gold rush. You know what I'm saying? Jeff, shout out to Jazzy. Jazzy said, if you're worried about that, you better get a couple of acres. You better get a couple hundred acres and have some food. Right. Right. You worried about Bitcoin. Comp, Comp's Uter said you can send Bitcoin over the radio waves. Will you please tell this guy? Jazzy said, how can you be broken and be Hotep? He must be a new Hotep. He must be a level one Hotep. Hotep 101. <sighs> Mike Bell says, since I got your attention, though, this is my new favorite show. I'm here every day. Shout out to Mike Bell. Hey, Mike Bell, you're not officially a watcher of this show until I curse you out. I didn't curse you out, I don't think. But you're not officially in until I curse you out. I got to curse you out at some point. So this is part of your initiation. You have officially made it. Congrats to you. Oh, this is a real hotel, brother. What's the lowest I can buy in? Don't think about Bitcoin like that. Do not think about any investment like that. You can never time the market. Don't try and time the market. Okay? Don't try and time the market. There's this great book uh, written by Benjamin Graham called Intelligent Investor. I read all 500 pages of it, except for the parts about 401ks and Roth IRAs. I just kind of skipped that part. That's at the end of the book. Um, but I read all 500 pages, so you didn't have to, but you probably should. Okay. And what he basically said is, you know, don't day trade. This is not financial advice. You can do whatever the fuck you want. If you day trade and works for you, then do it. Right. Um, dollar cost average. Find you some safe bets and dollar cost average. Okay. If you want some safe bets, join the Telegram group and I'll give you some safe bets. The link is in the description box below. Hop in that Telegram group, say, Hotep Jesus, what are your must buys? And I'll give you a list. 
I'll tell you exactly what I'm in. I'll tell you exactly what I'm in. What are my returns? Let's just go. Let's go over my returns in the stock market this year. Let's go year to date. What are my returns year to date? This is just on the stock market, right? This is no trading. This is no looking at my portfolio and monitoring. This is just me saying it's the first of the month and it's time for me to put more money into my investment portfolio. Year to date, stock market, I'm up 20%. That's year to date. All right. Over the past year, 365 days, 62%. Now that's just stocks. That's just stocks. Um, time in the market is better than timing the market. I like that. I like that. Time in the market is better than timing the market. This is big facts. How long have you been stacking your stocks? How long have you been stacking your sats? Stack your sats, stack your sis, and figure out how much you can afford to put aside. If you have a bad habit, right? Let's say, you know, you're broke and you have bad habits. What you do is you eliminate your bad habits Take the money you would have spent on drugs and alcohol and buy some 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 stocks and some uh and some crypto. All right? Some Bitcoin, some ETH, some sis, you know. This is what you do. You know, you gotta prioritize yourself. If the people who went out and bought sneakers, bought stock and waited ten years, they wouldn't be broke anymore. It wouldn't be broke anymore. Currently, I'm broke proof. Currently, I am broke proof for at least a couple of years. Right. Um, Unfortunately, we have a government that says if I do sell my stocks, I'm going to have to pay capital gains on that. Did you know they was trying to pass a law where it said you had to buy you had to you had to pay capital gains tax. On unrealized gains. What? That's criminal. That that right there will have me at the White House on January 6th. That right there would be infuriating. Uh, Greens World said easiest time in human history to make a bag without working. Yeah. Yeah. They're still trying to pass that. Yo, that shit is crazy, bro. That shit is absolutely, absolutely crazy. Let's take a look. Let's look at some charts and we, since we talking money. Um. Let's just type in BTC USD. Now, here's the thing. I want to I want to tackle a real quick argument before we get into today's topics. We got a bunch of shit to talk about, but I want to get into today's topics really fast. Um, I mean, I want to talk about this, this, this controversy around Bitcoin and pricing it in USD, right? Pricing it in USD. Now, unfortunately, um, I had this epiphany uh, a week ago and now I can't remember it. So I'm going to have to try and talk my way through jogging my memory. So the way the thing goes is Bitcoin can't be superior because we measure it in USD. USD is the peg. Oh, I remember. I remember my epiphany now. See, I knew I talked myself right into remembering. Yeah, I'm I'm way on that. I'm 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 off that flow and that and that apex. You know, that's running through my veins right now. I got that flow pex running through my vein. Make sure you cop that. Um, so they say. Oh, you measure Bitcoin in USD. So that means USD is superior. And they're right. Right now. So my epiphany basically said. At some point. When Bitcoin reaches mass adoption, the opposite will be true. You'll be measuring USD and Bitcoin. 
when you say we're measuring Bitcoin in USD, basically what you're saying is that Bitcoin is worth more than a dollar. But as you guys all know, the way the books are, the way the laws are written, money is whatever the government says it is. So if the government does not say Bitcoin is money, Bitcoin is not money, although you can use it to transfer value without anybody stopping it. Um, as long as you're managing your own wallet. Um, whereas USD is official money because the government says so. If you don't believe me, uh, go to your uh, state legislature and uh, legislation and, and type in what is money and see what your state classifies as money. And they basically say whatever the government deems is money is actually money. So that's what money is. So there's like various different definitions, but at the end of the day, the money is whatever the government says it is. Okay. So if the government says USD is money, USD is money, and that's what everybody transacts in. So really what we're saying is there won't be a point uh, that we start measuring things in Bitcoin until people start deciding not to use USD. And that's going to come at a point where people prefer Bitcoin over USD. Now, do I think this day will come? No, I don't think that day will come. I think it may happen in many underground pockets like it is happening today, um, where many people do do transactions using cryptocurrency. But USD is king. And I don't think that um, pegging the Bitcoin to USD is a bad thing because that's how we understand money. That's how we understand value. We were raised on this. We were raised on valuing things in United States dollars. So obviously the fastest way to correlate value or re relay value to somebody is for them to communicate in USD. All right, year to date Bitcoin, what are we up? 38%. What did I say my year to date gains was in the stock market? 6%? 20%. All right. So year to date, I said my gains were 20%. Here are the Bitcoin gains year to date. Um, over the past year, Bitcoin is up 164%. So, you know, you're one of those people that were skeptical and you're like, no, I don't want to buy. Bitcoin always crashes. I don't want to buy. I don't want to buy. And then it goes up and you're like, oh, wait, I should buy. And then Bitcoin goes down and you're like, damn, I should have never bought Bitcoin. And then you sell. Then it goes up and then, go, and then you go, oh, I should have never sold. Then it goes back up again and you go buy and then it goes down and you go sell and you never make any money because you're a fucking idiot. Because you don't know a damn thing about investing. So two ways to invest in Bitcoin. Um, you have to set one of one of the following goals or both. Well, actually, I don't think you can do both. Yeah, whichever one comes first, I guess. So one is based upon price. You say I'm going to sell my Bitcoin, all, some, whatever, at a set price. Let's say it's $100,000. That means you buy every month, every week, every day, whatever it is that you do. You buy it. Um, daily buys are pretty cool. Hourly buys are even cooler if you can pull that off. Um, based upon fees and shit like that. Anyway, so you can go by price. Or you can go by time. You can say, I'm going to sell my Bitcoin in 2028 mean i'm going to accumulate and then whatever the price is in 2028 which you anticipate is going to be higher than it is now or it's going to be higher than your average cost per btc i suggest buying monthly i buy weekly bitcoin i buy weekly um every week on thursday my buys go through automatically it just 
I have to store cash. I, I have to move cash out of my bank account into something better than USD because inflation's kicking my ass. Okay. Um, and you have to be disciplined. Like I don't sell my stocks. I don't sell my Bitcoin. I'm accumulating and accumulating and accumulating. Okay. And if you're looking for a quick fix, maybe you should go sell drugs. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. <laughs> if you want quick money, maybe just, you know, find a connect and sell cocaine if you want quick money. Now, this is not real advice. This is a joke, <laughs> you know, for all the people watching. But, um, yeah, that's definitely what you want to do. Um, you know, get a pound of weed or something. Uh, you know, some some fentanyl. <laughs> uh, but investing is not for the weak, man. It's not for the weak. All right, let's get into today's topic of the day. And then we're going to come back to some more big brain shit later. Um, all right, let's start with hold on i want to find nerds tweet first of all here let's go to nerd typed in he said okay is that his name no i think he changed it all right i think so yeah yeah i think he changed it What the fuck? Oh, I spelled it wrong. Okay, let's go here. I'm going to bring this up on your screen in just a second. Give me a second. Hold on now. All right, let's see what pops up. Um, okay, here we go. Oh, I could have pulled this from the Black Twitter report. Um, here we go. So, you know, we've been talking about the call, right? Now, this is a take you're not going to find on any other network. This is exclusive. Hotel's been told you take, but it's the call, right? And you see here, Nernash says they got the call. And what is he, what is he uh, talking about here? Fat Joe and Candace Owens. They've gotten the call. So there's a call that's going around probably through... Uh, handlers of some sort, whether it's PR management, etc. Okay, and apparently Fat Joe got the call. If you didn't listen to the call in yesterday with Goldstein, I suggest doing so. Goldstein had a very great breakdown of uh, sort of the subconscious messages that Fat Joe uh, was trying to relay in his broadcast. Uh, and then, of course, we have. Um, Candace Owens and Joe Button, their interview coming soon. My guess is they drop it on Hotep Thursday. That's my guess. Maybe we get it tonight. I'm not sure. But I think uh, the, if my estimation is correct, usually shit like this happens on Hotep Thursday because everybody wants to give us something to talk about on the show. So uh, Nernash says they got the call. Now, something else occurred here. Let's pull this up. Here we go. So we know Benny the Butcher. Um, he mentioned something about Trump on the album. I forget how the line goes. Chat, help me out. What's the line on his album where he mentioned something about Trump? Um, hold on a second. We got a $5 super. 
He said, I had $2,000 in Bitcoin. My Coinbase got hacked and lost all of it. How can I avoid that happening again? Okay. Wait, when did this happen? Because Coinbase said uh, they had some glitches today and everybody's account was saying zero, but it wasn't a hack. People are saying it's a hack. Um, now, how did your Coinbase get hacked? That's first of all, like how do you, how does somebody hack your Coinbase? You Somebody can't hack your Coinbase. They can hack your computer. They can hack your device, but they can't hack your Coinbase. They would need your passwords. So I don't exactly know, uh, you know, uh, what your case is. We need more information. Maybe somebody installed a key logger on your computer. Um, maybe somebody was looking over your shoulder. Um, uh, you know, something to that effect. But uh, your biggest mistake is leaving your money on Coinbase. If you had two thousand dollars worth of Coinbase, you should have moved it to a wallet of your own choice, right? That's what you should have done. Um, ideally, AirGap. AirGap is probably um, your best bet if you can get it to an AirGap computer. Put a wallet on an AirGap computer. Um, yeah, 2FA. Two, yeah, Jazzy says 2FA. 2FA is definitely a great way to avoid being hacked. Thank you for reminding me. Um, to, see, like, I forget things like 2FA because... All of my shit is 2FA. Um, so if you don't have 2FA on your crypto, it's like you're basically, um, they hacked yours two two years ago? Word? Really? How'd they hack your Coinbase? Did they hack Coinbase? Or did they hack you? Yeah. So you can use a cold wallet. I think the best one is a paper wallet. Paper wallet is probably your best bet. It's probably your best bet. And you can install some uh, paper wallet software on your computer and generate as many wallets as you want and put it on an AirGap computer. Um, okay, um, let's go back. So Benny the Butcher says, oh, they hacked you. Yeah, that's a you problem. That's not a Coinbase problem. That's a you problem. You got to step your cybersecurity up, bro. Step your cybersecurity up. Go to menavoided.com. We got a bunch of cybersecurity blogs on there. Menavoided.com. Kamar does a great job on cybersecurity. Um, and um, Coinbase banned me because I was only using them to purchase and not store on Coinbase. As soon as I purchased, I moved from Coinbase to my wallet of choice. <laughs> Coinbase might do some grimy shit like that. I could see them doing something like that potentially. Um. So, um, uh, Benny said he was voting Trump in August, 2023. Is that what he said? Okay. So I know he said something on the album about Trump. Anyway, he says, turn down a meeting with 45 last week. Right. And he's talking about Trump here. And, um, I was wondering, you know, it seemed a bit weird to me. I'm like, damn, nah, they got to him too. Chad's texting me. Only Chad would think it's you know, fine to text me in the middle of the show. I had all of my Coinbase stuff stolen two years ago when they hacked my email and SIM swapped my phone number because Coinbase 2FA is trash. Um, Well, 2FA isn't... They got my Coinbase password reset code sent to them instead of me. Oh, yeah, you got SIM swapped. Yeah, yeah. 
So, okay, this is a great example of do not hold your fucking tokens on your phone. That's probably something you don't want to do is hold your tokens on your phone. Get you a fucking paper wallet and move your shit to a paper wallet and fucking bury it in the backyard, put it in a safe deposit box, put it somewhere safe, you know, fucking tattoo the password on the inside of your ass cheek or some shit. Pause. Um, But yeah, uh, do not store your crypto on your cell phone. It's a very, very bad idea. Um, he goes said 2FA can't be trashed. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, uh, what Chad means by, you know, Coinbase 2FA is trash because it should require you to connect to, um, Google Authenticator. Um, yeah, but again, move that shit to a wallet, bro. Move it to an air gap computer. Get you a, get you a little shitty ass laptop that's never been connected to the internet. Fucking download some wallet software onto a USB drive. Take that wallet software on a USB drive, put it on your AirGap computer, and then store all your Bitcoin on that AirGap computer, and then lock that bitch up. And then take your keys and put your keys somewhere safe. It's that simple. And you should have multiple wallets. Like, you know, you'd have a wallet and you store at, you know, uh, in the backyard, you should have another wallet that you store in fucking Bahamas, but never put all your Bitcoin in the same wallet either. Always like diversify, diversify. Because if you have all your wallet, all your Bitcoin in one wallet and it gets stolen, well, all your Bitcoin's gone. But if they find one wallet and it's like, oh, okay, I lost 10K, but I got 90K here, I got 30K there, I got, you know, whatever it is. These are big numbers, you know, y'all are rich, not me. I don't have that type of Bitcoin. Um, but yeah, definitely diversify your shit. So I was looking at the Benny the Butcher tweet here, you know, turned down a meeting with 45 last week. And initially I was like, why would Benny capitulate? I'm like, I can't see. It. So I, listen, at the end of the day, I was confused. Right. But then somebody asked him a great question. They said, uh, why? Right? Yeah. Why? And he says, for one, I'm not a politician. I'm a rapper. Oh, this is a real hotel, brother. So basically what you're telling me is Benny the Butcher has, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, hmm, not decorum, not morale, morality, um, Honor could work here, but there's another word. I don't know what word it is, but there's another word here to describe his just blatant honesty and just staying true to himself and being true to people. Right. So let's finish this and I'll I'll dissect that piece in a second. He says uh, for two people are dumb as shit and won't understand three. It's not that important to me. I love this. I love this response. This is this is what all fucking entertainers in the black community should be. Right. When they get the phone call from these uh, grifting ass politicians, it should be like, why the fuck are you calling me? I rap. Leave me alone. Click. Like, that's what should be happening. But, you know, some people want the bag and they'll take the bag. And I'm not I'm not mad at that. You want to get your bag. You know, a campaign is paying you to help, you know, get your coin. I'll never be upset about that. And that's why I said, what's the word I'm looking for here? Trap discernment, integrity. There you go. Integrity is a good word. Thank you, Lauren. I think integrity is what I'm looking for here. 
right? He's got some integrity. So he says, for one, I'm a rapper. I'm not a politician. Exactly. Exactly. And we're going to talk about uh, Ms. Owens and Button in a second. Actually, let's talk about it now while it's top of mind. So I don't forget. Right. So this is my issue with the Candace Owen and Button podcast. So Button calls her out and says, yo, you know, come do the interview. Like she wasn't going to say yes. Like we like she not scared of no rapper. Y'all niggas can't hang with her. And that's a damn shame. Now, if if it was me and I said, yo, Candace, come rap with me. Oh, she would not be ready to jump at that opportunity. It's a little too above her intellectual level. No diss. No diss. I'm just saying I'm a lot older than her. Well, not a lot older, but I, I, I've been around the earth a few more uh, revolutions than her. OK. And uh, she's a young girl to me. And I study this shit like I live this history shit. OK, I live this money shit. So. And I'm very analytical. Joe Button. Joe Button is not going to be able to draw out any good content from Candace Owens unless he just lets her talk. Like if he were to sit back and do a, a Shay Shay style interview um, a Hotep Jesus style interview, a Joe Rogan style interview, then great. But if he plans on debating, this is going to be terrible. And if he does debate, it needs to be out of kindness. I don't want to see them yelling at each other and arguing and shit like that. That's going to be corny, right? But again, like Candace Owens talking to a rapper, like what is that doing for us? Like what, what, like, did y'all see? Hold on. Let me show y'all something. I'm going to show you what happens when Candace Owens um, gets in the ring. And that's the video we're going to play in a second here. Gets in the ring with a Titan. Right. So. And this is somebody that I myself like when I think about preparing my brain. I think about this person in particular, like I want to be good enough to debate this guy. This is who I want to debate one day. Um, here we go. Y'all ever seen this shit? Um, is it not on YouTube? Um, it was with uh, Gavin McGinnis. How you spell his name? I don't know how to spell his name. This one right here. Uh, Cornell West and Candace Owens discuss sex, slavery, and America's fat past. Like when you watch this, you start to see how she not equipped to get in the ring with an intellectual titan. This video right here, right? And I'm not saying because she's dumb. I'm not saying that. I'll never call Candace Owens dumb. I don't think she's dumb. What I'm saying is that this is two different levels here. And if you watch this interview, uh, this this discussion here, which is a fabulous discussion, it's just like teacher and student. He's teaching and she's listening. And she's giving pushback and he's like, all right, I got to show you why your question's stupid and why what you said, you know, is myopic. Right. So coming back. Why? Why are they reaching out to the rappers? Who are the intellectuals in the black community that they can reach out to? The motherfuckers ain't calling me. Who are the other black intellectuals they could call? 
chat, list a black intellectual. My list is slim. I got Cornell West, and that's pretty much where it stops. I got me and Cornell West. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepgenius.com. <laughs> Who are the other black intellectuals? Sonny Johnson. I'm sorry. Sonny Johnson. They ain't calling Sonny. When Sonny Johnson invites Candace Owens two, three times, two, three times, what happens? She doesn't show up. You see what I'm saying? Intellectuals ain't got street pull. But. But what? But that doesn't make any sense, though. Like. Like. um, Shaka. Yeah. Shaka is another example. Don't cap for the right. You know why they don't call you? Oh, I, I don't know why they don't call me. Um, yeah, I definitely consider Cornell West a real. But I want to I want to kind of tackle what protocol said here. He said, where is it? Um, street cred. Like. I get I get the whole like, you know, trying to get in touch with the streets. Um, I get that, but. That ain't the voter. Like the streets ain't voting. Right. And the streets could affect voters. But a conversation between Candace Owens and Joe Button is not going to do it. Like it's not going to be like, oh, the streets gonna be like, oh, Trump's a great idea. Right. This is like. The streets probably not even tuning into that episode. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like and when we talk about the streets, who are we talking about? Are we talking about niggas on the block? <laughs> And when you say streets, right, we talking about niggas on the block that is pushing because niggas on the block is pushing, not listening to no podcast. You know, <laughs> they're not listening to no intellectual podcast. So how do you even reach the streets? The people, the streets equal to people. Oh, OK. Um, so you're saying that in order to reach the people, you got to go through button. The culture. Hmm. I just don't think Candace Owens is the right person for that. I don't think Candace Owens is the right person. Like if you wanted to reach the streets, right? If you wanted to reach the culture, I think it's better to put somebody like me on. Right? Like you would put like it would make more sense to put Hotep Jesus on the map in that way. So I can speak to the streets so I can speak to my people. Candace Owens not going to connect with the black audience. She's failed to do that. And she's had millions of dollars worth of funding through TPSA and their and their initiative, like amount of money that they spent during the Trump campaign. And they still couldn't reach the black community. Uh, Candace Owens is not going to be able to reach the streets. It's just not it's just not possible. Yeah. Like even Maj, right? Maj Toure, like. Put Maj on Joe Budden podcast. Put Maj on, you know, Breakfast Club. Candace Owens? Candace Owens is not going to convince the streets of anything. So, that, so that's why I'm looking at it like, huh? Streets listen to the big homie? Facts. He's an op? Really? You think so? Why do you think he's an op? Are you going to convince the streets to go to crypto? The streets are already in crypto. Uh, we don't even got to worry about that. The streets is definitely in crypto. 
they they're probably in crypto more than a white conservative um so i don't understand this whole i mean i love this from benny the butcher right i'm a politic i'm i'm not a politician i'm a rapper so him you know talking to trump like i get it i can see why they would want to do that but trump should probably like if you want to connect with the streets what you would do is you would get trump and a and a and a translator okay so you would get trump with hotep jesus and joe button trump hotep jesus and benny the butcher you need a translator you need somebody that can help steer the conversation so that um the red whites get it and uh the blue blacks get it and the red blacks get it and the streets get it you need a translator you can't just have trump and benny the butcher there has to be a a medium in between to really uh steer the conversation in a way that makes sense right you need a sonny johnson um he says uh for two people are dumb as shit and won't understand that's another thing right like so benny the butcher takes the conversation with trump and now he's canceled right and, and it's gonna hurt his money and endorsements etc cetera, etc cetera. that's a huge fear right and and really what he's talking about here is bots and the blue blacks the blue blacks the blue blacks will cancel you faster than anybody okay the blue blacks will cancel you faster than anybody they will be on your bucket um for leaving the democrat plantation just is what it is um yeah trump got wall street no that self said the streets love crypto facts the streets love crypto yeah yeah um yeah i don't know how he came to the conclusion i understand what you're saying you've been surrounded a lot by celebrities yeah i don't know how he's an op i i, I can't corroborate that but i don't know dude so i couldn't say one way or another um three he said it's not that important to me now this is my favorite part oh this is a real hotel brother it's like no like i rap why should i stop what i'm doing to go pay attention to some shit that i don't do right like for example um there's some shit happening with lindsey graham i don't give a fuck about congress unless they talking about this money so i'm not going to force myself to understand some shit or learn some shit lauren bobert's son got arrested like we're not talking about that on the griff report right this is like why like why like, it's not that important to me and you have to know what's important to you and what's not and to me what's important to me is um understanding business and finance marketing branding these are things that i live for these are things that are important to me and and also um how to build a greater society so some people say hotel you talk about politics i'm like i technically don't talk about politics there are politics and politicians involved in my discussions but technically i talk about how to create a better society we look at things happening today and then i talk to my audience in a way that teaches them how to create a better society how to create a better family how to create a better self we teach on this platform that's what we do so i love this um response from Benny the butcher now let's go see what the streets are saying about candy and this interview Okay, so Candace Owens seen here rubbing her hands together like she does a far-right Republican party because she's excited to go on the Joe Budden podcast. As much as she talks about hoes and whores, she is a views whore. She would do anything for views. She's
Now, I'm not going to say she'll do anything for views, but she definitely going to do something for the clout. And and I'm not saying that as a negative, like as your media personality, you got to clout chase somewhat. You got to get your grift on. You got a grift. Right. So that's why I said when she got invited to do the button podcast, I'm like, she's not turn that shit down. She's a uh, uh, she wanted grifty. She wanted grifty. This woman wanted grifty. You know, so she's definitely not running from no conversation and opportunity for some clout because that's just going to increase her her net worth. She's just she's just as bad as the people she criticizes. I hope she gets a black pilot on the way. The only person she get- <laughs> said, I hope she gets a black pilot on the way. Oh, man. Shots fired. Help on that podcast is Melissa Ford and give us some dating advice. Put some clothes on and lower your ego. It's always a question whether you give somebody like Candace Owens a platform because that's all she really wants. And she's just going to spread nonsense and probably give no real answers. And half the things she does, there's just no real answers except for to make money and put people in power. She called. I, I, I kind of got to agree with that. I said this before and I'm like, Candace don't got a classic interview. She don't got a classic media moment. She doesn't have one. What's her classic media moment? You know what I'm saying? Like, she just has pandering talking points to red whites. Now, some of her latest rhetoric, I'll say, has been impressive, right? Stepping outside of the tunnel digger content. All right. Some of that content has been quite brave. And I think uh, it's probably an op, but that's another story for another day. But um, I can't, you know, for example, like when I think of white intellectuals, I think of Michael Malice, like Michael Malice created um, the phrase um, conservatism is progressivism doing a speed limit. Right. And people run with that and they have no idea where that term came from. It came from Michael Malice. Candace Owens doesn't have one of those. If if Kanye West doesn't say, I like how you think, is Candace Owens Candace Owens? You know what I'm saying? She's just not she's not that. Yay made her. Called herself can candy, far from candy, far from eye candy. But I never watched the Breakfast Club interview in the day. They said she gave the Breakfast Club the business. I think that was a different time. Now I don't think she believes half the shit she says. I think she believes the shit she says. In her career, she's like Dakota Johnson promoting a movie. Um so this is this is you know Royce Wynn, whoever this person is. This is his uh, response to uh, the Candace Owens situation. Um, a little bit of insight into all of it, but um, I'm just I, I'm looking. I'm not looking forward to the Button Podcast. I'm looking forward to the reactions to the Button Podcast. That's what I'm looking for. The clips, the memes. That's the shit I'm looking for. And I think the majority of it is going to come from Joe's side. I think Joe's going to go super light skin on this one, getting his feels and um, erupt at at a certain point. Um, and, you know, if I had an interview with Candace Owens, I, the thing is with me is like I can't really erupt during conversations with women because I just feel bad having debating women. I, you know my rule. I don't debate women. So there's no way I could be in a discussion with Candace Owens and be frustrated because my expectations for women are low to begin with. <laughs> Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. <laughs> you know, for the most part, my expectations are low. It's just like 
if you're not Sonny Johnson, I'm like, you're probably not going to say nothing hot, right? Like, if you don't study this shit, you're not going to say nothing hot. But if you're just a talking point person where you just talk talking points, like, and you say something, I'm just going to be like, yeah, I kind of figured you would say that. It's, it, it, her rhetoric is just predictable, I guess, what you can say. You know, and I think some women's rhetoric is like, you can tell when, like, uh, Danica Soleil, right? Danica Soleil uh, or Soul on Twitter, like, she actually has a brain, is a, is a, is a woman who actually has unique and independent thought. Um, Candace Owens saying she had unique and independent thought. I haven't seen nothing that great that makes me go, oh, this is going to be a classic interview. You know what I'm saying? Um, Justine said, Candace got mad at Taylor Swift doing a handshake at a football game. I would listen to the Cookie Monster before I listen to her. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's go back. Hold on. Let's go back. We got more in here. So yeah, you know, the, so the Joe button interview, we're waiting on that. I'm a bit undecided on if I'll watch it. I think I'm going to wait for reactions. If the reactions are not monumental enough, I'm not going to watch it. But if the reactions are like, if I see the clips and the clips make me want to watch it, I'll watch it. But I'm not anticipating a great discussion. Um, I think it's probably going to be, it's probably going to be some mid. You heard it here first. It's going to be some mid, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, from a place of hate. I just, my expectations are low. Um, and I think mostly because my, my standards are so high, right? Like, the things I listen to. Sometimes people mention things like, oh, you didn't listen to this. You didn't listen to that. I'm like, I don't listen to that bum ass shit. Like all the people I listen to are fucking either dead or dying. Right. Like, or I listen to, um, like university, university level, um, lectures on, you know, various, uh, events throughout history or documentaries. I don't listen to like modern day rhetoric, you know, like I can't find anybody on the Internet who has a dope opinion or a dope thought. You know, like I love my boy Charles Haywood and, and, and I was digging into his content. Then I brought him on last week and he said one of his top generals was Elon Musk. And I'm like, damn, bro, I wanted to make you one of my heroes. <laughs> he just he fell off my hero list just that fast, you know, Um so what is it that I look for in content? I think what I look for in content is deviating from the norm, you know, not talking about, you know, whatever the fuck it is that everybody's talking about today, um, a different view on history or some uncovered facts. Or I like alternative. There we go. I like alternative shit. You know, that's pretty much what I like. Um, I, I like re revisionist history. Uh, Nerd Nash, he says, I wake up and see Fat Joe been stripped of his hip-hop legend status due to him having a pair of Trump sneakers. I don't think Fat Joe had his uh, legends. They, you cannot strip Fat Joe of his legend status. It's just not possible. It's just not possible. Um, I refuse to believe it, and nobody's going to cancel him for me. Um, let's talk about hydration, and let's talk about money. Let's talk about hydration. Let's talk about money. Um, hold on a second. Uh, so uh, real quick, Meek Mill was involved in some, I don't know, sex act with Diddy. 
Um, we are going to cover that on the uh, Black Twitter report tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Tune in tomorrow night, 8 p.m. Eastern time with Uncle Hotep, and we will discuss um, we'll discuss that during the Black Twitter report discussion. Okay. I just don't want to talk about gay shit right now. Uh, just that's what it is. Um, all right, let's go here. Let's talk about hydration. This is this is something interesting, right? So uh, Quincy tagged me earlier. Quincy's uh, one of our beloved truck drivers that listens to the show. And he tagged me in this and he said, yo, what the fuck is this dude talking about? So let's take a listen. You do not drink water. Dogs drink water. Camels drink water. Four-legged beasts drink water. Do you know in order to drink water scientifically, you will have to stand on all fours, you have to elongate your neck, and you have to lap the water with your tongue? Your tongue is not even long enough and it don't have the type of muscles that other mammals have to even lap that water in. In order for you to drink water, you got to close your hands together and do this. You got to do everything but what you can do naturally with it to even drink this water. You getting water in cups and glasses. You weren't born with cups, glasses, and bowls and none of that other shit shit these are utensils that you make for you can assimilate other creatures for you can start drinking these things just like you make knives and you make forks because you don't have claws like a carnivore and you make these knives and these forks for you can claw and rip and tear into flesh showing you that you were not created to eat flesh same thing when it comes to water see you're supposed to eat water you're supposed to chew water you're not supposed to drink water you do all right so this is what you call like I think some people will call it pseudo pseudo scholarship, you know, pseudo hotep. Um, the the sad part is, I think he's a Hebrew. Is that a is that one of them? Um, what's that candle called? The the, the candles in in in, uh, in Hanukkah and all of that. What's that, what's that thing called? Menorah? Is that a menorah? Is that what they call it? Yeah, the dreidel's the spinny thing, and that's a menorah. He got a menorah. I think one of the Hebrew Israelites we we dealing with here. Is that Yakub on the wall behind him? Anyway, so this is one of those instances where um, knowledge goes wrong, right? Where the truth misses people because the messenger is a little off, right? Now, he's not far off. He's just a little off. So first of all, let's deal with the drinking part, right? Like he says, you got to use your hands to drink. You technically don't have to use your hands to drink. Um, you could just put your mouth to the water. So, you know, I, I don't know what he's talking about. However, however, he's on to something. He's on to something that is actually true. Now, let's go to this next tweet here. Hold on. I'm going to show you something. Now, this guy is a, a super authority on health. And um, I had to go find this tweet because I remember he tweeted it. So I had to go find it. And this is uh, Aiken Olokun. And uh, he says, drinking water is overrated. To ensure proper cellular hydration, drink freshly made organic fruit and vegetable juices. Okay. So that video with a dude is talking about, um, you know, you know, don't drink water. First of all, I would not advise somebody to not drink water. Right. I think the better thing to say is what Aiken said is drinking water is overrated. You got people, you know, they fill up their mugs and they, you know, they, they, they got these like jugs that says, you know, it measures how much water they drink in a day. And um, they call themselves hydrating. 
Now, what happened in this instance is it will flush your system out, right? It'll it'll definitely help flush your system out. But as far as like cellular hydration, like true hydration, it is true that if you really want to hydrate yourself, you got to do it with fruits and vegetables. That is true. That's where like the human body, because it has something to do with. Um, actually, let me go down here and show you what he said. He had a great response right here. All right. So right here, somebody rebuts and he said, um. That's true, but it's not the full story. The most significant factor in achieving proper cell hydration is the molecular structure of H2O. And he responds and he says, the fundamental molecular structure of H2O is always the same. What changes is the arrangement of water molecules and their environment. And that's true. See, water is water, but water inside your body is a is a whole different types of beast, right? And then it's like the conversation of, you know, what metals and minerals are in the water that you're drinking that allow for the absorption of uh, of the water of the H2O molecule um, and the enzymes. Right. So when you're dealing with fruits and vegetables, those things come with all of the um, package delivery systems, all of the catalyzers to help your body assimilate that water. So. You want to laugh at the dude in the previous video because he says all these things about um, the uh, anatomy of the human being, right? The biology of the human being and, you know, its structure. But he's actually pretty close to the truth. If you want hydration, wouldn't fruit give you the shits cause dehydration? What? What? I, I don't know what he's talking about. Matt Miller said, Dr. Sebi Ben told you. Yeah, Sebi went over this too. Um, hydration takes a number of days. It's not just let me drink five bottles today and none tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, Justine says, H2O doesn't maximize absorption-wise. Correct. Uh, too much sugar with fruit juice? Well, it depends, right? So you got um, different, like all sugar is not equal, right? You got... Uh, uh, monosaccharides and you got polysaccharides and all polysaccharides are not uh, made equal. So you have some polysaccharides, which are, you know, your, um, you know, your fructose that you may experience from high fructose, corn syrup, et cetera, et cetera. And some of those polysaccharides are not good for you. That's like bad sugar, but then there's good sugar, right? And, and that's what you would get from a fruit. Um, but when you say too much sugar, it's not the same type of sugar and it's not the same sugar once your body absorbs it. It's not the same sugar. It changes once your body assimilates it. So all sugar is not the same and all sugar does not interact with the body the same. Right. And I'm um, sorry if I'm not getting too detailed on this because I studied this probably 10 years. Ali Shakur used to be all into this shit. So this is just leftover knowledge. Um, Michael X says fruit equals water. Yeah. So if you look at something like, um, you know, a melon, for example, like most melons are like 90 percent water. Uh, one of the um, um, one of the other um, uh, uh, hydrators is coconut water. Right. Um, coconut water is something that your body can assimilate real well. 
And I believe during was it World War One or World War Two, they were using um, uh, uh, coconut water uh, as a substitute for blood plasma. Let me see if I can find something on that. Um, coconut water blood plasma. Let me see here. Yeah, here we go. There's a whole lot of intravenous use of coconut water. Oh, let me see so I can see. Intravenous. Can coconut water mimic human plasma? So there's some interesting things about... Um, now, don't don't go in here and think like, oh, this is a substitute. Like, that's what this. See, that's the thing. Like, you'll have Snopes, right? And Snopes says, can coconut water be used in intravenous substitute for blood plasma? And no, it can't. But that's not that's not what's happening here. That's not what's happening here. I don't know. I don't remember all the details. But if you dive into this, you'll find the nuance in why they used it as a substitute in um extreme circumstances for blood plasma you know as in somebody you know right here during world war ii in the south pacific did doctors use um coconut water went out of blood plasma right and there's a lot of discussion about this some people say no some people say yeah whatever whatever um my pushback is always big pharma don't want you to notice right so you're going to get some guy who comes in and goes it's an urban legend. There are no confirmed reports and all this shit because then big pharma don't get paid. So that's why you're always going to have a big pushback when people start talking about Ayurvedic and, um, you know, um, Ayurvedic medicine, um, uh, uh, Eastern medicine and all of that stuff. Justine says, what does scripture say about fruit? Look it up. Type it in the chat. I'll read it. Um, all right. Let's talk about some money here. Hold on. Let's go back. But yeah. Uh, if you want to hydrate, you want to hydrate with fruits. Now, I'm not going to say don't drink water. Like, if you're thirsty, fucking drink water, bro. Um, but if you want to hydrate, uh, you know, get some apples and stuff and some celery and, you know, throw it in the juicer and make some juice. And I'm telling you right now, there's nothing. I want you to try it. I want you to drink a glass of water. Then I want you to, you know, basically go on a journal and and write how you feel 30 minutes later then i want you to juice fresh fruit and then i want you to record how you feel 30 minutes later it's like a complete difference like you you you're you're everything about you just sort of like springs to life you know what i'm saying so don't believe the hype on you know drink water drink water drink water it's a lot of other things that your body needs in order to assimilate water. Um, all right, let's go to the money. Where's the money tweet? Ah, right, here we go. All right, let's play this. If, if you're a frequent listener of the Griff Report, this is not news to you. It's This is refresher. If you're new here, then, well, you're about to learn something. Pay attention. Look, look. For instance, the financial situation of the United States. When I talk to my conservative friends right here, they always tell me that the problem is high taxes. But they're wrong. Of course, 
High taxes are extremely high here in the United States. I, I give you that. You're right in that. But that's not the real problem. The real problem is not the high taxes themselves, but the fact that they are not even really funding the government. But even those high taxes, higher than a lot of places in the world, but even those taxes are really funding the government. So who's financing the government? Government is financed by treasury bonds, paper. And who buys the treasury bonds? Now, he says the government is financed by treasury bonds, paper. And um, I don't know if they actually print these treasury bonds or if they keep them digitally. Somebody can tell can somebody tell me if they actually print the treasury bonds? I, something in me says, no, it's probably just recorded on a digital ledger somewhere. Mostly the Fed. And how does the Fed buy them? By printing money. But what backing does the Fed have for that money being printed? The treasury bonds themselves. So basically, you finance the government by printing money out of thin air. Someone could ask. Somebody just yelled Bitcoin. Someone could ask, well, so if the government can print the limited amounts of money out of thin air, why did they collect taxes? He's, he's, he's hitting on something very real right now. I'll explain it in a little bit if he doesn't. I mean, in theory, it would make sense, right? If they can print unlimited amounts of money, why would they need taxes for? The answer is simple, but it's very shocking. The real problem is that you pay high taxes only to uphold the illusion that you are funding the government, which you are not. It's shocking, but it's true. The government is funded by money printing, paper backed with paper, a bubble that will inevitably burst. The situation is even worse than it seems, because if most Americans and the rest of the world were to become aware of this farce, confidence in your currency would be lost. The dollar will fall and the Western civilization with it. If the next president of the United States doesn't make the necessary policies and the structural changes, sooner or later that bubble will burst. There's still time. You don't have to make the same mistakes we did in the 60s and the 70s. You can still jump before the water boils. So I wish he watched the Griff Report because then he could have he made his speech better. Um. So, yes, taxes are sort of uh, look over here so you don't see what's happening over here. Hold on, let me read some of this stuff in the chat because you guys are dropping some good information in the chat. Chat said it's still referred to as commercial paper in investment jargon. That's true. That's true. Um, they're issued now in electronic form only. That's what I figured. Um you still need taxes and, um, and rates to va uh, validate the fake bonds. Uh, that's true. Uh, the, the bonds are based upon the fact that 
uh, the government is collecting taxes, right? So a bit of it, uh, maybe just an omission from the gentleman here, but that's true. Um, look up structured water and you can get the insight to the benefits of water and fruits. Ah, yes, the structure of water. Thank you, uh, Andre K. Also, somebody mentioned in the chat, uh, eat your fruit, don't drink it. That's also true. You eat your fruit and drink your vegetables. That's what Aiken said. Eat your fruit and drink your vegetables. The only problem is drinking your vegetables tastes nasty. So I got to throw an apple or something in there just to make it taste edible. Otherwise, the celery and shit just is just bleh. celery and cucumber. Bleh. I need something to sweeten it up. So but it's right. Eat your fruits, drink your vegetables. You know, sometimes people put their vegetables on, on a kid's plate. No, make your kids drink their vegetables. Uh, and then they'll get those uh, valuable nutrients and minerals in their diet. Um, he said they pay way less taxes in Dubai and their cities are made of gold. Um, all right. What is the other P I want to talk? Oh, OK. The bubble. So the dollar bubble. Let's talk about the dollar bubble really fast. All right. So in order to understand the dollar bubble, we got some new information that hit my desk this morning. And we're going to go to phone lines right after this. 202 596-5631. Text Hotep in your name to 202-596-5631. Let's go right here. And um, so Russia is preparing uh, basically a CBDC bridge system. It might be on the Enbridge technology. Not really sure. But Russia is and uh, they're, they're supposed to be doing this test with China. Right. And basically what they're going to do is everybody has pretty much anticipated this. But. I think initially what happened was Russia and China probably looked at it like, you know, I want to back the BRICS coin with um, with uh, uh, the ruble or I want to back it with the um, the renminbi. Right. Instead, what they're doing here is sort of a, a wholesale CBDC atomic swap. So that currencies uh, can be exchanged at their actual value at that time without having to create a BRICS coin. So instead of having a BRICS coin, you have a BRICS system. Now, on top of this BRICS system could come a BRICS coin. But I think you have to have the system in place and have the currencies moving and flowing through each other to find out, you know, what is the liquidity? What is the volume? What is the market cap? And then put the coin on top of that, right? If that makes sense, hopefully. And all of this is speculation. I'm pulling this out of my ass, but I'm usually right. So you could run with this. Just, just, just make sure that you understand that what I'm talking about right now is pure speculation. This is what I think is going to happen, right? So we have, um, well, this actually is happening, right? Is or is in discussions where the Russian finance minister was like, we are, we want, we propose to set up a BRICS digital currency system with China. They want to test it and then include all of the other uh, BRICS countries in it. The problem with releasing a BRICS currency right away is that it's probably going to be backed by Russia and China, which would give them all pull and power. But also with that pull and power comes all risk because if somebody has a run on the money, then well, they got to back that. Right. Um, but it also leaves countries like, uh, India and South Africa, um, without much say so. However, if you set up the system first, 
you basically, you know, you, you pay what you weigh. If uh, currencies are moving through this system and, you know, India has 12% of the system, well, they're 12% backing the BRICS coin when they decide to release them. So what does this have to do with what he just said about the U.S. dollar? So what he says is that there's going to be a bubble and the U.S. dollar is going to fail. And what I'm here to tell you is that that is not true. It's not true. The U.S. dollar is not going any fucking where. The U.S. dollar has never been stronger. Now, you might say, that's ridiculous because of inflation. Look at the price of my food. Da 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 da. Okay. Yeah, that's true. But that's at the street level. When we're talking about world finance, and I talked about this before, we're talking about USDT and USDC. USDT and USDC has taken a dollar places that the dollar wish it could have gone. Okay. So once the United States government decides to turn USDT and USDC into a public utility, the dollar ain't going nowhere. I mean, like literally USDT and USDC are keeping the dollar afloat right now. Okay. Literally like, like, like cryptocurrency right now is not transacted in dollars. It's not transacted in USDT and USDC, right? That's what people are transferring back and forth through the different um, systems. Um, now, obviously, you can, you know, uh, go to Coinbase and take money out of your bank account and purchase cryptocurrency. However, if you want to buy Syscoin, you're gonna need that. You're gonna need some USDT. You're gonna need some USDC, USDT. You're gonna need something like that. If you really, really want to play this crypto game. At some point, you're going to be using USDT. When you're talking about um, DeFi, you're probably going to be using USDT, right? Or USDC, if you're talking about DeFi, um, decentralized finance. You're not going to be doing decentralized finance with US dollars. So USDT and USDC has taken a dollar to heights that have no, could not be imagined, or maybe it was imagined, and that's why they exist. So the dollar's not going anywhere. Um, and also, um, we have all these legislations, Ted Cruz introduced some legislation where he said he wants to, um, you know, anti CBDC bill, right? This is what Ted Cruz proposed on Monday. Uh, so you got a bill in the house, you got a bill in the Senate that are anti CBDC. And I'm looking at it like, you know, I'm always trying to stay 10 steps ahead of them. Uh, and I'm like, all right, so this bill has to be some complete and utter bullshit. What's the loophole? And the loophole is to just turn USDT and USDC into a public utility. And all of the surveillance and tracking already comes along with that. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. So if the Fed wants to, you know, they'll just say, hey, Congress, we're not going to roll out a CBDC. We're going to make USDT and, and, and USDC a public utility. And they have their CBDC without calling it a CBDC. So all the states can run around creating all the legislation that they want. But at the end of the day, the bank is going to find a loophole. They are going to find a loophole. So no, the dollar's not going anywhere. Um, never fear. The bankers are here. Now, what is going to happen is going to be uh, a consolidation. You know, some people call it a banking collapse, right? And I don't like that term. Um, for example, you know, you'll say 
oh, America's about to face a banking collapse. And then somebody's response to that will be, you guys have been saying that for years now, and it just hasn't happened. As if we didn't watch Silicon Valley Bank tank and the uh, SVB and first whatever the fuck, first federation or whatever name of that bank was, and a whole bunch of other banks uh, that folded uh, early last year, right? But it's not a bank collapse. It's a bank consolidation. It's a bank consolidation under the people that control our monetary uh, policy, which is J.P. Morgan. Okay, Citibank, Bank of America. All right. And I think Wells Fargo is probably fourth or fifth place or something like that on there. But it's called a banking consolidation. That's the correct term. If you come to the grid report and you go home and you tell people there's a banking collapse coming, don't tell people you listen to me. Please don't. If you if you listen to me, say there's a bank consolidation coming. Say that there's a bank consolidation. So you don't sound like the fucking idiots running around on the Internet talking about the banks are going to crash. The banks are going to crash. And even when it happens, that's what the headlines are going to say. There's a banking collapse. There's a banking crash. And I'm going to be like, no, it's not. It's a bank uh, consolidation. That's really what this is, because the 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 money doesn't just disappear. The debt doesn't just disappear. It gets absorbed somewhere. And um, the Fed is going to help um, bail some banks out and uh, where, you know, some banks lack the capital to be a part of that consolidation. The Fed will come in and make up some new rule like they did during the 2008 housing crisis, mortgage crisis, and just make up some new rules to find a way to print cash. It's just that simple. Um so bank consolidation, not bank collapse. Let's go to the phone lines. Text hold tap in your name to 202-596-5631. Text hold tap in your name 202-596-5631. I'll be right back after this short brief commercial break. <laughs> 